Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. going on everybody welcome back to the wealth accelerator podcast hunter lowry here i'm a financial advisor and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy not just short-term wealth well guys it is friday the 13th today spooky day it's a little somber rainy day here in northern california but we're already 13 days into the month and it, it it's creating a sense of urgency for myself. I mean, not to, uh, it's a good thing, you know, it's not a negative amount of, uh, of urgency, but already almost halfway through the first month of the year and thinking about what I want to accomplish. And um, it's actually an exciting thing, you know, it makes you feel um, like you're ready to roll and you want to just take a jump start on all these things that you're ready to get done for the year. So uh, I hope that you feel the same way. I hope that you're energetic and uh, excited looking forward to the remainder of 2023 here. But I want to talk about um, the 60-40 portfolio and is it dead? I, I keep seeing these emails come through my inbox from different financial companies and, and financial magazines that I read, but it, it's that same headline that I keep seeing. There's, is the 60-40 portfolio dead? And it's kind of an interesting question because last year was such a weird year uh, and, and the 60-40 portfolio didn't really perform as it should have. But let's start off with what does a 60-40 portfolio even mean? Well, basically, what that is, is a 60% equity portfolio and 40% bonds. Equity meaning parts of the stock market, and of course, bond market being bonds, right? So a lot of times with different models and different ways of investing, you know, of course, if you increase the equity side of the portfolio, you're taking on more risk. If you increase the bond side of the portfolio, you're making it more conservative because historically, bonds perform, you know, normally at a lower rate of return than the equity market, but with a lot less volatility. Now, this year was a very, very weird year being that the bond index got absolutely smoked. But let's let's just take a, a larger step back and talk about these last couple years, what's been going on. And I know we've talked about this and I'm sure you already know this, but just to review. So 2020 comes around, COVID happens, economies are shut down, lockdown orders, stay at home. It's just craziness, right? People think that uh, we're walking around in, in the coronavirus, you might just drop dead in the streets. I mean, we have no idea what's going on. So what happens? The Federal Reserve starts pumping money into the economy. They're just PPE loans and uh, stimulus checks and all sorts of things. So the consumer feels wealthy. They have a lot of money coming into their pocket that they didn't expect to have. So what happens? Then they buy and they buy and they buy. And in turn, we have inflation. Remember when the transient inflation was coming on, whether uh, inflation was going to last or not? Well, it did. <laughs> it's still here. It's still a problem. So once inflation becomes a problem, what happens then? Well, the Federal Reserve steps in and they start using their tool of raising interest rates to slow down the economy, to make the consumer feel more poor, to stop the consumer from spending and hopefully bring 
inflation back down to its target level of 2% annually. So that's what we've kind of been facing again for the last year and a half here or so. Um, and I know it's no news to you, but just the Fed fighting this inflation battle. And it's not over, right? I mean, we still, the economy is still doing well. The labor market's doing well. And it's a weird disconnect right now. Um, you know, a lot of people think that the stock market and the economy move in tandem with each other. Well, they actually don't. And we're in a weird spot right now where, you know, negative news for the economy is actually kind of good news for the stock market. Because if the economy starts to cool down a little bit, uh, then the, the Federal Reserve can start to slow down the rate or just stop in general the raising of interest rates, which is a good long-term thing for the stock market. So again, we're kind of in this weird spot. But uh, what happened last year to the 60-40 portfolio? Well, the bond ag index, which started in 1976, had its worst year ever in the history of since it started. The bond ag index was down 13%. That is unheard of. I mean, I, I, looking back over historically, since the beginning of its inception, that bond ag index had not even been close to that far down. I think the worst that it was before that was about negative three or four percent. I mean, it was almost 10 percent worse than its previous worst year in history. Bonds got absolutely smoked. So that portion of the portfolio that normally holds up accounts and is, is the buoy and the safety net uh, for investors accounts got absolutely tanked. Now, again, the equity market got hit worse, right? The stock market being down about 18-ish percent, NASDAQ down a little over 30 percent. And a lot of tech stocks have been down, you know, 60, 70, 80 percent. They just got absolutely walloped. But again, we don't normally expect the bond market to get hit that hard, especially when the equity market is doing poorly. Normally, when the equity market does poorly, investors flee to safety, which is what increases the bond market. But these last couple of years, you know, a lot of investors, maybe yourself, they were fleeing to, to cash and actually just sitting in cash waiting to, to ride out the ride here. So yes, that really did hurt the 60-40 portfolio. Again, if you had 40% bond exposure that got hit 13% down, sure, you can be still diversified with different uh, sectors within the bond market. You can have high yield, low yield, high risk, low risk, all those sorts of things. But on average, if your 40% of your portfolio got hit on a negative 13%, I mean, that's where portfolios got crushed. Now, still, again, even though it was a terrible year, a historically bad year for the stock market and the bond market. I'm assuming if you were well diversified, you should probably be down somewhere in the ranges of 12 to 25 percent. Um, if you were down a you know substantially more than that, I would uh, argue that you know you were overexposed to certain sectors and you were not actually well diversified. But again, there's risk involved with investing. We know that the market never goes up in a linear fashion. We know that volatility is part of investing. And realistically, that's where we need to have a little bit of a mind shift change. You know, a lot of investors and a lot of people think, holy cow, the market is tanking. I need to get out. I need to sell. We're never going to recover. This is just a terrible time. What's the point of investing? We just lose money. Well, we can't think that way. We actually need to reverse that. And when people are panicking, when people are selling and prices are going lower, that's where we need to be buying back in. That's where we need to be ramping up the aggressiveness and going against the herd.
And again, it's just funny because we want to buy our shoes on discount. You want to buy your clothes on discount. You want to go buy your furniture when it's on sale, but you don't ever want to buy your stocks and other securities when they're on sale. We want to buy them when they're at the peak and they're on, and they're at the, the highest momentum upwards. That's when investors want to jump in and it's the wrong timing. We have to change that mindset. And there's another really interesting uh, picture that I like to show people before we ever start investing together, you know, in our, in our original meeting before we decided if we're going to work together is it's the periodic table of investment returns. And you know, like this could be way back in the memory bank, but <laughs> in, in chemistry class or in science class back in, you know, junior high or high school, and they always had the periodic table of elements up on the wall, right? It's the same exact table, but it's just with sequence of returns of different sectors. And it's really interesting to look at all the different sectors of the market. And it just shows the historical performance of each sector so you know obviously like a large cap growth sector is going to have more consistent higher returns than an emerging market sector you know an overseas sector um, normally the bond market on that periodic table of returns is kind of in the middle in terms of returns it's not that high it's not that low but it's kind of always around the middle it's pretty steady and then again when you're looking at emerging markets sometimes it's at the very very top of the return table and sometimes it's at the very bottom so I always show this to to people saying, hey, we have to remember to keep the long term in perspective. And this is why we stay diversified, because just because emerging markets or maybe small cap, the small cap sector dropped 25 percent in a year. Look at what normally happens historically. The worst years normally afterwards that follows with the best years. If small cap dropped 20 percent, it might rebound 40 percent the next year. And historically, it normally does. So we have to stay long term diversified and we have to spread our investments across all of these different sectors to have the best chance of, of success for you. So again, circling back to, is the 60-40 portfolio dead? My answer is no. There's no chance that that type of investing is ever going to be dead. Just because the bond ag index had its worst year in history does not mean that that's the norm that we should expect. I mean, it was terrible, terrible year for the bond market. But again, if we only plan for the worst years ever and over a 50 or 60 year period, we're scared of the one bad year, then you're never going to be successful in investing anyways. And you might as well just get into some CDs or something that never ever, you know, has no chance of losing money in some guaranteed products that get zero return. The 60-40 portfolio or, you know, you can be the 75-25, the 90-10, doesn't matter. The moral of the story here is the diversified portfolio across equity market sectors and bond market sectors, just because it did not perform as well as it should have this one year does not at all mean it's dead. And the only way that we could believe that to be true is to only look at a one year period of the market over history, which no savvy investor ever, ever does. Again, keep the long term in mind, stay aggressive when the market's going down and be diversified. You're going to be successful. And with that, guys, if you would ever like help, maybe want a second opinion and just make sure that you are taking on the, the right amount of risk and have the, uh, the correct portfolio to help you reach your financial goals, then I would love to chat. It's a free call. You can go to HunterLowry.com and schedule a one-on-one -on -one strategy session with myself. There's a link to my personal calendar right there. So would love to help you guys out and love to meet you. Okay, guys, halfway through January. Hope everything is going great into the new year and it's a great day to have a great day. Take care, everybody. Thank you.